Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. This is episode 89, and it is the last episode of 2023. My goodness, what a year it has been. It feels like it's just been this year of mm, transformation, but not necessarily the big and loud kind, at least in my own life, but more of that really soft, subtle transformation. And I wanted, in the spirit of this time of year, it's such a reflective time of year, isn't it? As we head towards the end of the year and the beginning of another, especially where I am, we are in winter. And it is definitely winter now as I record this. I'm recording it on December 23rd. I'm looking out my window right now at the snow. And winter just has that like inward, cozy, self-reflexive quality to it that really I find helps me just that much more turn inward and connect with the wisdom that is within me. So in the spirit of all of this, I thought I would share today some of the questions that I am reflecting on as the year comes to a close. And I I tried to pick questions that are ones that maybe you wouldn't have thought of or have included yourself in your own self-reflection practice if that is something you do or if that's something you've never done before. Maybe you give it a try this year, either with all five or maybe just one of these questions really stands out to you. Now, I'm going to tell you all of the questions in a moment, and I'm going to share a little bit as well about how the year unfolded for me, because it definitely did not unfold the way that I expected it to. But first, I just wanted to offer an invitation to use these reflection questions in any way that serves you. But some ideas are that you might actually either right now or maybe you come back to this episode later, you might find it really nice to to hear the questions aloud and then pause this podcast episode to let yourself meditate or or journal or make a list um, or just let yourself sit with the questions. It can be really nice. I, I know I used to offer this a fair bit, but kind of these guided reflection activities, either as part of yoga or little workshops. And there's something, there there is something really nice about having that question read aloud to you and then just letting yourself sit with it. But I also am going to include all of the questions in the show notes, that episode description that you can click into on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, including on my website, you'll be able to see the questions there as well. 
full permission to make this your own. I so strongly believe in in making any practice you do something that feels like you. Now, before I share the questions, I thought I'd share just some like high-level reflections that I've had as I've been just sort of naturally reflecting back on the year that has passed. And one of the things, this is going to sound so obvious, but it's just like, my goodness, a year is a long time. There's so much life that can happen in a year. And it's it's so interesting because I keep thinking back to, you know, last January, January at the beginning of this year and sort of what I anticipated in the year ahead. And two of the things that I was really focused on were my own healing journey. I knew that it was this year that I was going to be participating in a really intensive program for people with complex post-traumatic stress disorder. I knew that that was going to be a really big focus of my year. And I also was the first it was the first full year of being a certified life coach. And so I was really thinking that these two things, my healing and um, and kind of transitioning my business into this new stage, that those are going to be center stage. And of course, those were really big parts of my year. And of course, in both of those things, I saw some challenging moments as well as some moments where I surprised and delighted myself, some moments where I tapped into my strength and my capacity in ways that maybe I I couldn't have imagined before. There were some really incredible celebrations along the way. This past July, I officially um, crossed the threshold of no longer meeting the diagnostic criteria for somebody Um, who is in that kind of active state of of PTSD or complex post-traumatic stress disorder, which isn't to say that I'm not still working through some trauma. I I am, and I like healing is is such a a non-linear journey, right? Um, But there have been just some incredible moments of of celebration and celebrations with, with all of the incredible coaching clients I've gotten to work with this year. And just seeing all of the shifts and and the possibilities and the dreams that they have been able to bring to life in ways that are subtle and ways that are big and ways that are entirely unique to them. But the thing that stands out to me when I look back at this year, which is not necessarily what I expected, The thing that stands out the most to me when I look back at 2023 is just how much it was a year of finding myself again. And I don't mean that in like the big picture, you know, this is my purpose or my career or those like big questions that can feel so heavy. To be honest, I am still sitting with some of those questions uh, and they do at times feel really heavy. But this year, I found myself, but this year, there were so many 
little moments where I just really felt like me again. And I'd love to share some of them with you just in case it offers any inspiration of, again, these like really subtle ways. And sometimes they're small, sometimes they're big, but that we can feel like ourselves again, maybe not through achieving these like really ambitious goals, but these little ways that we can feel, really feel like us again. And for me, a huge part of this this year was really letting myself be courageous and curious about exploring my creativity again. I had the opportunity um, in in the, the first half of the year to participate in a writing course for people with seizures. I currently live with psychogenic, non-epileptic seizures. Um, and this was my first time really exploring writing again, to be honest, like really since I was in high school, like we're going back over 15 years. And, um, you know, at that time I was in a creative writing program at my high school, a program that I left partway through. And there was a lot tied up, a lot of, a lot of emotion tied up in the act of creative writing. And so, um, finding my way back to writing this year has been one of the biggest gifts. It has not necessarily been easy, but there have been these moments where it's like I rediscovered this part of myself that had been kind of shoved in a closet. Earlier this week, I also went to my first dance class in over a decade. I had been really inspired Um, earlier this month, we spent a few weeks with my partner Eric's family in the beautiful province of British Columbia. And two of um, my littlest family members had a dance showcase that I got to go to and watch them dancing in their tap shoes to some holiday music. And their mom was telling me that she had recently started taking an adult dance class after many, many, many years away. And I just felt so inspired. And there was like this like tug inside of me that just couldn't let go of the idea. So within a week of being back home, I had found an adult dance studio and I went to an elementary ballet class. My goodness, it's like, it's incredible the things that come back to you. And then also the things that just feel so hard. (laughs) But I left that class and I was just buzzing. And I woke up the next day and I, I turned to my partner, Eric, and I said, you know, I think we have a problem. It's not really a problem, but it feels like a problem. I just want to dance every day. I, I, I didn't even realize how much I was missing this thing that had been such a big part of my life growing up. Like I danced from, you know, the age of four to the age of 18 consistently. And um, it just felt like me again. It felt like me again. And there's been all of these other little moments, mm, so small, like being in the garden or on a hike or or going to an art workshop with my sister. We talked about that way back in the spring on on the podcast. But these little moments where I was able to feel 
it's like a little portal back to myself. And when I look back at 2023, that's the thing that stands out. The thing that stands out is, is the way in which I showed up for myself to create these opportunities for playful rediscovery of myself. And it's those little moments that I'm most proud of. It's those little moments, even in the sea of of so much heaviness, both things happening in my personal life, things happening in the world, but it's those little moments of really feeling like me that, that really gave me the energy and the capacity to move through everything else. So I wanted to share that with you today. I'm, I'm still reflecting. I'm sitting with these questions that I'm about to share as well. Um, and I just, as always, I'm going to share these questions, but I always, always love hearing from you. So if any of these questions spark any insights or reflections, never hesitate to send me an email or reach out on Instagram. You'll find me at Megan L. Johnston. Without further ado, here are five questions that maybe you haven't already thought of to include in your reflection this year. What were the moments that I felt most like myself this year? Again, you can always pause this recording and let yourself just sit with that question. Um, yeah, or, or just take them all in. And number two, what surprised me in 2023? And this could be things that happened in the world, things that happened in your own life, but it could also be places where you surprised yourself. Number three, how did I show up for myself this year? Number four, where did I find wisdom this year? Number five, this one's a two-parter. What bloomed this year? And what seeds did I plant that are still in the process of growing? And so again, I am going to put all of these questions in the show notes. You'll be able to access them written out. And I hope that they... I mean, really, I hope that they just sort of let your mind dance and wonder and reflect on the moments, big and small, that made up 2023 for you. I think it is so valuable to spend time reflecting and just holding space for what has passed before we rush into what is next. And so if you are someone who, you know, sets intentions or goals, or um, if you set a word for your next year, maybe just really inviting yourself to, to spend some time first, acknowledging and celebrating all that you did move through, shift, and all that you did to care for yourself in the year that has passed. 
I am sure there are things to celebrate. And I hope that you can really let yourself feel. This is something I say to to coaching clients all the time. You deserve to feel proud. So my friends, happy reflecting. Please let me know if if you have had any thoughts or insights in, in lingering with these questions or even if there's a question that just really resonated for you or you're like, wow, that's something I should ask myself more. I would love, love, love to hear from you. And we will be back in 2024. Until then, keep living with heart and wonder.